Pink Ladies. Hello. Hi. Hi. Hello. Oh, <laughs> isn't that surprising? Their voice. Gatti's back. It isn't that one of us has got a deeper voice. No, we haven't. Over, developed, over we haven't this, no. developed in that way over the past month. Over Easter, yeah, it just really affected my vocal cords. Um, <laughs> but no, instead we're back and raring for more. Welcome back to the Think Ladies. Mm-hmm. Plus Stu. Plus Stu. Stu <laughs> has preempted his introduction. <laughs> so this is the Think Ladies feet. Stu Bates. <laughs> the Think Ladies are Sandy Fuller and Minnie Smith. Oh, and if you don't know by now, you should have listened already. Wow, you really should catch up. <laughs> so I'm Xanthi, this is Minnie. Sorry we've been away for so long. Yeah, we've um we've been busy. We've been busy. We've been we're back in Paris. We're in a new new location for the Think Ladies. Yes, in we my are. flat, mm. which will later be Minnie's flat as well in the later mm. summer months. Expect loads of great content. <laughs> um gonna be good instagram will be blowing up yeah obviously so you might hear some people walking just outside the window but as we said before as to the authenticity authentic is is us mm-hmm. so you know we'll keep it like that so sorry we were away for so long what have you been up to in the break Fancy? um i went to argentina which was obviously no. delightful wow it was so fun um and i had a bit of autumn when i was expecting it to become spring although she has come back with a bit of a tan so you know guilty Guilty as charge. <laughs> and it's made me really wish that it was always sunny, and then suddenly it's like it's winter again here. Damn. Yeah, it's very mm. true. What about you, Melissa? Well, what I've done is that I have, that sounds like Perth Hapley from Parks and Rec, basically. <laughs> um, I have gone home. Mm-hmm. I have spent a lot of time with dogs, both my own and other people's, which is fine. More on that some More stage. on that later. <laughs> Um, and yeah, had a relaxing Easter, had continuing birthday celebrations. It's been my birthday for about five years now. So, and it's still going strong. And, like, I'll tag in and then have a really long birthday yeah. as well. We can just keep it going. So, Jews, when you're, when when's your birthday? 28th of July. <gasps> Perfect! Oh, my gosh, he's next. You're going to tag in for me. I'm so excited. So, yeah, but how about you, Stu? What have you been up to in the past month? <clears throat> what have I been up to? So, uh, we broke up our university term. Mm-hmm. Uh, then I went to Bulgaria. Bulgaria? Bulgaria. Why did you go to Bulgaria? It was um, just a, a choir tour. Classic kind of a, a just, It's just on a music tour. Fundraiser. <laughs> it was It was very fun. Yeah. It was very fun. It was it's much... But the fun in fundraising. Amazing. <laughs> uh, it was much, much sunnier, which was a little bit surprising because... Um, well, I mean, I, I forgot what the protocol was when it when <laughs> the, the sun. sun comes out. So I was just, I was just you know, like a sun-dried tomato. <laughs> so it took me quite a while to kind of... Hope you packed some sun cream. I, well, that's, that's, that's just oh, it. Oh, is that I the issue? Oh, my mother would be so disappointed. Just red. Um, but no, it was, it was very fun, and now I'm back to doing no work at all. Sorry. Yes. What, what fun we... What fun <laughs> what life we go to school for. <laughs> yeah, we're all at the same university, and we're all doing... The same amount of work. I don't know. You get Stu gets to like essentially do work by going to choir. Yeah, it is a bit of a jammy deal that um, <laughs> that yeah my my choir and orchestra, which I would probably also be joining regardless. Yeah. Um, we get we get credits for, which means I have to do two thirds of what I would al- already have to do. Amazing. Which is not a lot anyway. Does football count <clears throat> for that as well? It doesn't count for oh, Devastating. Yeah. Stu is a keen footballer also. He's man just of a man many talents. Ta- oh. <laughs> a man of many talents. Oh, that was beautiful. Thank you. Um, so as you may have guessed, Stu is featuring on the podcast. Mm. Now, we're taking this as an inter-stew. Inter-stew. 
We wanted to do making stew with stew, <laughs> but then Minnie and I realised that we weren't necessarily the biggest fans of stew. Yeah, we don't like stew. Not this stew. Mm. Human we- stew, we love. Other stew, not so much. I'm not yeah. sure the I'm not sure the podcast format really favours cookery shows. So either. I just I think that that would work really well. Well, though. we have always said we want more visual content <laughs> on this, so. <laughs> mm-hmm. so that would work well. Um, so instead, it's just going to have to be an interstew. An interstew. Fortunately, <laughs> we have lots of questions that we can ask. We have so many questions. Why have we got stew on in the first place, Andy? Well. I don't know. Well, basically, you know, aside from him being a great friend. Good boy. <laughs> great boy. We've also, I feel like we're going to attack a few themes this week that to do with... To do with Stu... Yeah, to do with Stu's many talents. Do with many Stu's talents. Many Stu's talents. It's really hard to say. <laughs> so Stu, he is a choral scholar. A choral scholar. Of various types of different choirs. Man and loves a cassock. He loves a cassock. Mm. He likes football. This, Let's I don't think, is as relevant necessarily I like to it, our discussion today. But it's good to it's add a bit of context. context. Obviously, academically, great, you know, what's happening. Who even Who knows? knows? And do you know what? <laughs> Most importantly, he's sporting some great trousers right some, now. Oh my god, the best. I great trousers from Stu. Dress up for the radio. Yeah, exactly. I did hear Russell Brand's Desert Island Discs, and he said that he could have just gone in wearing essentially pyjamas, but he felt like he had to dress. <laughs> Alexandra Shulman said the same thing in her. Goodness gracious. Well, she's editor of Vogue, so. A little Fair enough. More, yeah. But, but Russell Brand felt like you had to really dress the part. I'm so a big that you fan of like dress to impress, dress for what you want to put forward, you know? Yeah, and we're just both sporting jeans and turtlenecky type things. And that's the message I want to put across today. <laughs> yeah, and it is just, we, we're really integrated into this culture. <laughs> but, Stu. Talking of Desert Island Discs, and as a musical man, mm. oh. let's kick off with, if you had, should we do one or three songs? Mm, let's go with three. Three! Three songs. We didn't give you time to prepare this, no. I'm sorry, but um, off the cuff you can think of? Oh, God. They can be songs that you've written, or that are about you. <laughs> um, well, wow. Or that are about other people. Mm. So the first one... Huh. That I can think of is it's slightly awkward because I don't actually know the artist, but I know the film it's yeah, from. Very awkward. Uh, well, I know the film that. it's from. It's called Need, and it's from the film Tristan and Isolde. And mm. I think it's it's a really underrated film. Not that not that that's what you are. No, I'm what no, is, very open to more information. Mm-hmm. So it's I mean it's essentially you know there's it, the the legend of Tristan and Isolde. It doesn't really veer off from that legend, but the song. The main kind of title song is just one of the, one of one of the greats, and doesn't get enough enough um, publicity. So I'm grateful for the opportunity to <laughs> to rectify that. Yeah, that's I mean, good. we have a wide think, audience, so everyone will know. That. Yeah, the nation will change, oh. and, mm. and you can just think of them in there. We'll ask you the the next two over the next while. Yeah, no rush, no, no rush. rush. Have you ever sung Need? I haven't. No, I mean it's it's sung by a soprano, ah. so it, it wouldn't. Wow. Yeah, yeah. my voice may- broke a long time ago. Yeah. So. As you may be able to tell, Stu is not a soprano. <gasps> Stu's a bass. He's all about that bass. He is. And actually, <coughs> I was speaking to Stu just the other day. Wow, me too. About his singing career. <laughs> <laughs> and he's been in a barbershop quartet. I love barbershop <coughs> quartets. Mm-hmm. I, mm. I told Dante the other day that it's my dream for <laughs> a man to serenade me with, joined by a barbershop quartet. 
to sing um, The Longest Time by Billy Joel. You're really not meant to say this, because then what if your future... My husband is not listening. Husband is listening. My mum can tell my future husband, because my mum will be listening. Mm-hmm. Which which part would your husband sing? Um, I'm not that? too bothered. Okay. Any of them, really. But I want it to happen. Yeah. Um, yeah. And maybe she could give us more of an outline of what his barbershop quartet was. For example, its name. Um... <laughs> Okay, yeah, okay. <laughs> I love names. So we're going to go there. Uh, it was called Foreplay. <laughs> there were four of us. <laughs> it makes so much sense with the quartet. It yeah. just does. It was, um, it was a, few, a few school friends. Um, Tommy, who's um, oh. also a friend of the Think Ladies. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, seems to be a special guest, for sure. And two other people. Um, it was... I mean, we didn't, we didn't really go that far with it, but it was a very fun, fun thing to do. It's a very odd... Um, genre of music because mm. it's very very regimented. There's a there's a like a an authority on barbershop, and for something to be barbershop, it has to conform to various stringent criteria. It's one of the criteria where wearing boat hats. Yeah, we did. Oh we did gosh. wear boat. Hats. Yeah, we <laughs> Is did. Is there any visual like evidence of this? Because we would like to Instagram it. I would love it. I can I can ask. I mean, I'm not. I'm not the sort of person that takes photos of all the things I do. Tommy more so, yes. but I'm not sure Get Tommy has to flick through the archives and mm-hmm. see if you can whip out any gems. Of course, that's, that was really... Because as we as the Think Ladies know, the audience maybe not. Um, Tommy is part of a very, very successful um, a cappella group. And I yes. like to think that it was his experience uh, in foreplay which whetted his, <laughs> whetted his appetite and was really a formational... I think it's foreplay, didn't I'm it? I'm sure it is. I mean, we'll be sure to ask Tommy about this All when good we things. get him on the show. All mm-hmm. good things. <laughs> exactly, Stu. Um, but, yeah, I mean, you, you're not exactly blowing your own trumpet in this conversation, but you've recently done something pretty, pretty exciting. Pretty impressive. So we're not only speaking to Stu Bates. <laughs> Nuh-uh. We're speaking to a man who has had a cameo in the ITV show Victoria as a German choir member. <laughs> Tell Indeed. us more. Wow, so um, that's been very well summarised. It was essentially, it was for those <laughs> Sorry, who... Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> so um, At risk of, um, of um, creating a massive spoiler, so fans of the show maybe tune out Live now. Away now. <laughs> um, it was for the... Um, it was for the funeral of Leopold, who is, it might be related to Albert. Albert was certainly very, Prince Albert, that is. Um, <laughs> We're best friends. <laughs> he was very upset at the, at the scene. And um, we were, you know, we were, we were singing some, some good old German hymns. It was, it was yeah. very, it wasn't a fun experience because <laughs> recordings never are p- Apart from, Apart the from this ladies one, we've got, we, we've got sweets and, bi- and four biscuits. Four whole biscuits. Yes, but I mean, whereas the, um, the Think Ladies is just one recording session and, and then it's over. With um, with the ITV one, it was it was lots of different takes mm. spread out. So thirty seconds, uh, which the audience sees, that represents a a uh, a recording session of maybe six or seven hours. Wow, I did not realise it was that much. Whereas with the Think Ladies, half an hour is is what you get. (laughs) It's literally Mm. what you get. Half an hour of effort equals half an hour of podcast. 
plus maybe like 10 seconds for the jingles. Yeah. It's funny, we get more afterwards. <laughs> yeah, we get more than, than we give. So <laughs> fun. Um, but <clears throat> did you get to do anything fun? Did you, did you miss anyone? Have a fun or have a costume? Um, oh. I did get a costume. It was, well, so... Don't worry, we'll Instagram it. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully not. <laughs> um, so I, we were told a week before to um, stop shaving, which is a bit of an odd, odd request. Um, and also, you know, I, I like to think that my hair growing facility is kind of average, kind of maybe slightly above average, but not impressive by any stretch of the imagination. So after five days, it looked like I'd forgotten to shave. <laughs> mm. um, Such a good look. And there were four of us. So uh, another member of the choir, James, James Bartlett. He, Shout out to Jim. He has very, very fertile hair <laughs> on, his, on, his, on his face. So he got, he had a very impressive beard and the, the costume department adored that. They, you know, they, they, they were able to work with him. Work with um, I love it. The other two just had nothing. They were very like they were below average in terms of hair growing, so they just all they did was shave it off and give them fake moustaches. <laughs> but I was this awkward kind of um, intermediary stage where I had enough for them to try and do something, but not enough for the fake, um, but not enough to actually have an impressive one. So my, the one what they did was they just kind of darkened my really pathetic stubble so it just it looked as though they, I would I was going to a, a kid's birthday party <laughs> you know, fun. with a drawn on moustache <laughs> um another another issue was with the hair they they were intent on my the hair my hair growing in one way and it's not the way that it usually is <laughs> why were they so intent on that yeah I think they just want to control every single part of the ex of the consumer wow. experience gosh but um I have what's called a cowlick I have a cowlick you have a cowlick yeah Wow. Please explain to me and the listeners <laughs> who are maybe not so well acquainted with the cowlick. So, I am I'm not sure. I'm not entirely sure what it is, but it means that I can't grow my hair. My fringe doesn't go in one direction in one specific direction. There's only one direction I can put my hair in because there's a cowlick on the corner of my forehead. So it's in the corner. So it's not where your hair is. I'm, Goodness gracious, this is confusing. Do you have more information on it? Um, no, but I did read an article once about celebrities that have one, and Blake Lively does, so... I'm so you're in really good company. <laughs> exactly. No, it's literally just a bit of your hair that wants to go the other way, and it, like, sticks up and is annoying. Mm. And there's just something to make your life a bit more difficult. So that frustrated the costume department to no <laughs> end. Um, they had to put, like, a clipper in... Um, which won't be seen on TV, but was seen by everybody. Those are fun. That's what models wear backstage. Is it really? Such a model. <laughs> Such fame. A model and we student. Got, we got told by some famous people, well, some people who are apparently famous. I don't actually <laughs> watch the show. But yeah, they so said, if you're listening, famous person. Did you meet Queen Victoria? We did. She said... <gasps> wow. she She's said, like a big deal. She said, well done. Well done, choir. Aww. Nice and specific. I love it. Yeah. It's um. It was a. It was a really odd kind of experience seeing what the power dynamic was between the directors and the actors because a lot of them were mm. very kind of diva-like. I'm very intrigued always mm -hmm. to know who is a diva and who isn't, and who's like which famous actors and actresses are just massive bitches. Mm. Can you give us any insight on that from these ones or like? I don't want slander. Careful about slander. Have you met any other celebs? In your uh, life? In my in my life ever. Um, yeah. I did 
I met um, Benedict Cumberbatch once. Wow. He said, what? He, said, he shook my hand and said, well done, Stuart. It what? Was, no. It was, you what? need to contextualise it. <laughs> so I, it was a gold Duke of Edinburgh award ceremony. Um, so it was him instead of the royal family? No, so what they do is they have the royal family, uh, well, Prince Philip in our case, he comes in and says, hi, everybody, well done. And that gives, gives a little bit of chat. But then he goes, and then the person who does most of it is a celebrity. Usually it's from regional TV, and it's not, you know, it's not that impressive. But we got, we got the big money. You got Ben. Why, what, what region were you in that meant that you had Benedict? So we, well, we, we were in the London region, because Shropshire is closer to, I live in Shropshire, Shropshire <laughs> is closer than Edinburgh, which is the other alternative. Ah, oh, wow. Yeah. I suppose then we ought to maybe ask the origins for your fame then, maybe. Mm-hmm. I was thinking that we're talking about fame, but hmm, we haven't started. Where did this begin? Your potential to be famous. Yes. Where did sing my singing? Well, all of it. You're on. Oh, you're on you mean on TV. You're on you this podcast Benedict. because you're practically famous. That's why we invited you on. So we'd like to. What's your opinion on fame? And you know, what made you think, hey, I'm going to be a famous. Big man one day. Yeah, that memory. You know, the people talk about <laughs> that first memory when you stood on the stage for the first time and you were like, this, this is, is me. It. <laughs> well, it's, it's interesting. Because, I, I, I mean, I'm sure Tommy will have a, a completely opposite approach, but I've never really craved fame. Mm. And I've, it's only ever really happened by accident. And I don't even think it is. By accident, yeah, I don't yeah, think it yeah. is really fame yet. But, um, but no, Tommy is, I think someone who enjoys oh, the opportunity yeah. to take fame. I can see that, and he takes it so well. He does, it wear, he wears it well. He does wear it well. But, so, for you, it's all about the passion behind it. The passion for the music, passion for fashion, you know, I can passion see that. For, I don't know, life. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess, I mean, I think Tommy's going to be very upset listening to this. <laughs> Sorry about this, Tommy. We're your biggest fans, it's fine. When he gets on, he can come and contradict you. Yeah, <laughs> we can have a debate that's... Two weeks apart. <laughs> yes. I love it. Mm-hmm. I'll just look at the other questions we've got. We're going to <laughs> on one of those placemat things at a diner. Um, other questions, for example. Have your friendships changed due to your fame? <laughs> um, Is anyone trying to like coach, coach you? Apart from us. Apart from the sink ladies. I don't think so. Um... People dazzled by it, you're like, been on Victoria, been on Victoria. met Benedict Cumberbatch. My experience of the whole Victoria thing is that very few people li- watch it, yeah. and so can't really, well, it's like, okay, oh wow, you're on, you're on TV, Back, well, for like five seconds, potentially, um, but no one can actually, no one actually knows the show, so it's a bit of a shame. Yeah. Well, they will now. They, they will now. They will now. And listen. Um, and then another question is, who are you wearing? Who are you wearing? <laughs> who am I wearing? <laughs> They're just sort of questions that people ask famous people. Yeah. And this is a big one. Who are you wearing? Um, so, I mean, obviously... Maybe the, describe your outfit first. Yeah, I was yeah. going to say, so the, the viewers aren't don't have the benefit of the visual <laughs> sense. Uh, I'm wearing a white shirt. It's a classic white shirt. I'm, one I'm of a, the classics. I'm very much... A, a collared shirt and jumper person. You are a jumper man. There's oh. not, if there's something that we can all agree I on. I wish we could show you the collection of, of Stu's jumpers. 
They're amazing. I, I'm, I'm usually very, very kind of unoriginal with my fashion choices. I, I just, Stop! You have excellent jumpers. I, I get, think it's well considered. Yeah, I don't. I don't really. I don't change it up at all. I mean, I had the same kind of philosophy with what I wear. You've carved out your for style. About five and I years. Like that. Yeah. yeah. But then you then say you you dress quite like unoriginally or like quite you don't have novelty things, but. What trousers are you wearing? Steve? So I'm wearing tartan <laughs> trousers at the moment. I just really like tartan. It's um that's where I kind of that's where I stop being conservative <laughs> with my fashion. Um, I just like the. This is my family's tartan. Um, Obviously. And I like the way I like how it's how it's. It's blue. a good tartan. Are you glad that it's this color? If it I were red, would you be like? Ugh. I don't. I don't think red ones look as um, distinguished. True, because they kind of look like my school kilt, which was red. Or like pyjama <laughs> bottoms. True. But yeah. I love tartan trousers. I think they're, they're just great. They're get some. I really I want have some. some. Wow. But they're not tar- like they're tartan patterns, but they're not tartan interior. No, I need some in my life. But you do you also wear a kilt occasionally? Which oh, is fun. Sometimes. When on 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 um, on occasions where it's allowed, I would <laughs> I have been known to. And I mean now we'll hit upon possibly the most exciting element of Stu. The most recently discovered is that you recently made a kilt. You made a kilt in a specific form out of a specific substance. <laughs> That's what I was say. And what substance was this? So it was plasticine. Um, <laughs> so the um, the Think Ladies and I were were just you know chatting in a cafe. As you do. Mm-hmm. And. We the conversation took its inevitable turn <laughs> to the adventures of Wallace and Gromit. It happened. Huge, huge part of that my childhood. The best of us. And I, I told um, an anecdote of my of, 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 a, of a previous life when I had a kind of a school <laughs> business where I would make plasticine models, and <laughs> Which the, we um, immediately loved. Their eyes, <laughs> their eyes lit up, and I was immediately given a commission <laughs> to make. Uh, models of the Think Ladies, which I'm sure will be. It will be. Minnie's already, Minnie's already social media. It's just started. <laughs> you may have seen it. <laughs> um, um, so we've got merchandise now. If you want any Think Ladies sculptures, aka us, made by Stu, you can make it happen. He won't let you do ones of yourselves. It has to be, it has us. To be us. Um, but continue. Sorry. Um, but then I had, I had a, quite a, well, not a little bit of plasticine left over in the colours blue green and yellow um and that happens to be the color of my tartan wow so made, there was nothing else to do i thought you know this would be a really good exercise because obviously making it making a tartan pattern out oh, of, yeah. of plasticine is quite I difficult i didn't even think about Neither that did I. very very it, uh, very itty bitty yeah um and also you know not you can't completely replicate it because a tartan is weaved um and Plasticine is you know you can't it's weave plasticine, so you have to just you have to like you know make make the best of what is already quite a bad situation. <laughs> but um, it was it was very nice. It, it's it, it was le- it was very cuboid, but um, I was ho- yeah I'm hoping to, to kind of do a stop start animation with the Think Ladies. And, <gasps> oh my god, yes, and this is news me. to us, and I love it. <laughs> and Stu, and oh my- I might do one of Tommy. Yes, get Tommy involved. Yeah. Get yeah. everyone involved. It can just be a reenactment of the other night where we had. Crisps and wine. Great, great, great idea. But yeah. um, also, can you make dogs? 
Yeah, dogs are quite dogs are really easy. Actually. I would like you to make at least one dog, um, please. What's fantastic about dogs is that because they everything. Have, <laughs> I mean, one of many. Things. Because they they stand on four legs, they're very easy to. They're so stable. To, they're, exactly, they're, they're very very Even stable. In so many ways. Whereas humans are notoriously unstable. Oh, this is how many feels completely. Yeah. Because well, with plasticine models, the um. And especially with these ones, the centre of gravity is quite high up in the model because the heads are enormous <laughs> compared to the rest of the model. Yeah, and they're only headed, so yeah. makes sense. And there are only two, um, two legs, so it's it's been a challenge. <laughs> but and you have made the feet very large to, to compensate. Extremely right? large and with a ballast. But yeah. I think that's also quite accurate in my case, at least. Mine less. So. What size shoe are you? I'm six, six and a half. Just a six and a half. The occasional seven. Ugh. No. Do you think you could yeah. replicate that? <laughs> <laughs> is it? It's all right if it's not on scale. Probably I feel like not. it probably isn't. Yeah. I think that's fine. But I've done I've done a little bit of kind of um, of branding with the models, um, both with the shoes and with the jumpers. So mm. I've got TL, which you'll 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 now be forced to put on. Yeah, he's essentially designed our stash. We should literally get Bella Freud to make jumpers. Oh my god! Like yeah. <laughs> Continue. And then with the um, with the shoes, I've gone for. For Xanthi, I think you've got pink shoes with black Adidas kind of stripes. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I'm wearing Adidas shoes right now. She's got some gazelles. <laughs> and then Minnie's got black shoes with pink Adidas stripes. So, you know, it's, you complete each other. Oh, you do. Get us. <laughs> so cute. But you said that when you were younger, it was sort of like a school business. This is very savvy of you. Yeah. Did you earn a lot from it or did you just earn in fun? Um... <laughs> So, I earned in street cred, I think. <laughs> That's enough. They always say that, don't they? Start yeah. a classic modelling business it was it street w- cred. It was actually quite annoying. Well, not annoying. I mean, I had to give I had to give all of the proceeds to charity because the school found out that oh, I was no. making money. That's absolute classic. Wait, um, one second. So, you were making money and the school was like, you're not allowed to be... Enterprising. Yeah, that's exactly. I mean, I, I was about. I was about ten, maybe. Um, and they, 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 they didn't. I mean, I was. I wasn't making. I wasn't. You know, being a, a real, a real kind of profit profiteer. A mogul. But um, I think I, I made on each model probably about fifty p of profit. Wow. Uh, so by the end, I think I'd made about maybe fifty pounds, sixty pounds. Wow. You made. About a hundred. How many did you make? Um. Yeah, probably, probably a hundred. Goodness kind of, gracious! What, what kind of commissions were you getting? Do you want? Do people want them themselves? They want so their dogs. So what I, well, I mean, <laughs> I was toys, whatever. I mean, the customer is king. <laughs> so whatever. That was always right. Whatever you wanted, I would make for you. Mm-hmm. Um, wow. I would, you know, I would make. Um, a model of you surfing, for example, <laughs> or doing whatever. It was you get of me surfing ever, so, yeah. Or you as a police officer oh or, gosh. you know, a soldier or whatever. Just, wow. you kind of give me the, the template and then <laughs> and then you, you get a model the next day. Goodness gracious. Wow. It does work it's fast. So fast. Heard, we commissioned it on uh, on a Monday and I feel like it was done by the next day or mm. at least at least two days after done it's craziness and you had to find plasticine in France which is pretty yeah, where do you get plasticine from in Paris um, an arts and crafts shop very close to the university but oh. what was 
weird uh, was that they didn't they didn't have any wires to go with the plasticine. I mean, as as can probably be self-explanatory. Once if you make a model, you need to have a skeleton inside ah, the model just yes. so it stands up and so it wouldn't be. I would not assume. I would expect no less. <laughs> like if you want it to move around, if you want it to stand up without just kind of you know falling in on itself mm. you need you need wires to go inside the plasticine and what did you do to to replicate that Stu? i tried well i tried <laughs> using spaghetti no you didn't I oh, did. what if your foot has a little bit of spaghetti coming out of it? <laughs> that's so exciting <laughs> so and hot pasta yeah i can't actually get the spaghetti out because it snapped in the middle that was no, I like it. That adds a whole other new element. <coughs> There's always quite a lot of pasta in me anyway, so... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Very sense. true. So you were an enterprising young individual, and your school quashed this. Think of the en- think of the plasticine empire that you could be running yeah. in yeah. this day. It could have evolved. Do you see yourself continuing this? Have you, have you got back into it? Did we spare you on with I mean, new I've, life? Maybe I've... you're going to get loads of commission. It's the first time I've revisited it in a while, but it's mm. it's a very kind of relaxing thing to do. Mm. Yeah, it's a bit of self-care, isn't it? Yeah. I suppose also, thinking about you as a young person coming up with this great idea and actually making money, <laughs> that's the kind of thing that I find so impressive that never occurred yeah. to me when I was younger. You would like 15-year-olds make apps and then win like a, a, win. a million. <laughs> Not win. <laughs> very Ganesh, exactly. uh, and then earn like a million pounds. Yeah, and you have, it's so impressive at the moment, just thinking about people our age, 20, 21, 22 year olds, yeah. who all somehow have turned it around, started <laughs> magazines, started apps, started companies. Yeah. How do you feel about the fact that people our age are now succeeding, Steve? Uh, well, it puts our lives into harsh perspective. <laughs> <laughs> I think about it is that, you know, not, it's not, really not everyone who's doing all these things. I get, a little, I get a bit stressed sometimes when I'm like, you know, Bella Hadid's younger than me. She's like, strutting out on catwalks everywhere. Someone like Tavi Jevonson is our age and she's got um, a whole empire with Rookie Magazine. Um, but then they are few and far between. But then equally, like one of my best friends from school has been on BBC Introducing all of this week being played as the track of the week. I have a girl, I went, another girl I went to school with. Yeah, Lucy Whitaker. Have a listen, it's great. <laughs> um, another one I went to school with has recently been the heroine of a BBC drama. Like... <laughs> And I'm just suddenly feeling Less like, goodness gracious, <laughs> it's pretty scary. But then you say that, but you have we founded a, podcast, a really we? successful podcast. Yes, we've got at least three viewers, I mean listeners, I always say viewers. You do, I but just... I like the fact that you see it as a visual thing. <laughs> I'm a very visual person, <laughs> what can I say? Well that might be the future of your podcast, you could expand into other mediums. Um, plasticine. 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 Stop motion. Done. Stop motion. Do you want to be asked? Stop motion. Think Ladies Productions. Uh, yes. yes. So I true. I see big things for us in the future. Exactly. You could be our stop motion associate. That's your title, Stu. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. Um, that's very true. And I suppose you just have to have a bit of perspective. But yeah. we haven't got very much, so we'd like you to buy our merch and have some plasticine models, everyone who's listening. Yeah. We don't yeah. have any way for you to want any kind of merchy kind of thing. No, let us know. Because we want jumpers. We want jumpers very bad. Yeah. And we make them anyway. Yeah, we will. But <laughs> hey-ho. <laughs> and I suppose talking of things, what's your thing of the week? We're going to go into the thing of the week section. Huzzah! Um... Oh, wait, before we do that, what's your second track on Desert Island? Oh, of course, yeah. Oh, we got very taken away with everything. Um... 
Hide and Seek. Hide and Seek. Another song I've never heard By of. By who? This is really bad, isn't it? <laughs> I can't remember who wrote it, but it's 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 like from 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 like two thousand and five, mm. and it's um I'm not going to I'm not going to give you give you a rendition of it, but it's <laughs> it's it's um just one person singing, but with lots of different takes. So it's one person harmonising right. herself. Oh, so it's like okay, that's nice. Okay, it's like Xanthi just sings our jingles. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, like, it's like our jingles. That's fun. That's or nice. like with a with a what do you call it? Oh my goodness, I have one of these. One of the <laughs> machines, the track. Goodness gracious! Don't worry. That yeah. sounds cool. Yeah. <laughs> um, and if we can't think of the third one, um, what would your luxury item item be? You've just changed into desert island discs now, but what would your luxury <laughs> item be? Luxury item. Um... I, th- I was listening to James Corden's earlier, and I thought it was quite clever. His book was a book of how to play the piano, and his luxury item was a piano. It's a very good idea. If you're stuck on a desert island, that's not, that's not bad to have a, no, one, yeah. an instrument or something that you can play. It would have to be quite an inexhaustible piano book, though, wouldn't it? Yeah, of like every genre. Because then you'd just be like, oh my god, chopsticks. <laughs> it would be very difficult to keep the piano in tune as well. Yeah, really yeah. bad conditions for I mean, a piano, actually. Really not the best. I think a guitar would be much, much Yeah. Easier. You could get a capo. Mm, both learn You could get a capo with a tuner on, and then that's fine. Mm, yeah. True. Exactly. Mm. I guess like the the guitar also belongs more kind of in what you would imagine as a desert island scene. Yeah. People, you know, round a fire. I wouldn't expect guitar. like a large like harp. Yamaha a harp. I'd love it if someone. Had I a really harp. want to play the harp. I feel like I'm destined to play the harp. I think you should start. You know, like you know that scene in Gilmore Girls when the, the harpist is trying to cross the room and she's like. I don't know. I just thought that's great. I want to play a harp. Fair enough. <laughs> I love shout strings. Out, shout out to Abigail Smith, who does play the harp. No. Mm-hmm. Fun fact. So that's would fun. would your would you have an instrument as your luxury item then? Um, or plasticine? Yeah. Oh yeah. Is plasticine a luxury item? Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. It can be. You create luxury products. Not lying around on the island, that's for sure. <laughs> I Down could. Straight. I could, but I would also want a kettle. Um, We'd give that to you anyway. We're, g- we're having room. a very homely island. Oh, right, yeah, I know. Okay, yeah, in which case, yeah, definitely. That's a scene. Well, great. I'm sorry, that's a motorbike. <laughs> Authentic. Exactly. Only okay, now to Thing of the Week. Well, it's the Thing of the Thing of the Thing of the Thing of the Week. Thing of the Week. Stu, what's your Thing of the Week? So, my Thing of the Week, and it's it's funny that, that 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 guy just went by before I, I told you my thing of the week is the is the Vespa. Ah, oh, I know. It's, it's the sort of thing that you would never really see anywhere in in Britain. Not in such quantities, for no. sure. I mean, if I if I drove a, a Vespa around in Shropshire, I'd look like a complete idiot. <laughs> um, and yeah, you know, it wouldn't really work in Cambridge, but it's just part of the scenery in in Paris. Yeah. You, you see them everywhere. Um. I think I think they're they're really beautiful beautiful things. Um, I can see you on a Vespa. I can see you. Yeah. Whacking on a helmet, <laughs> zooming off. <coughs> like, have you seen Caroline McLeay has got some videos that she's done for I don't know if it's Vogue or somewhere else, but like she obviously she wrote she wrote a book called How to Be a Parisian, which is quite funny, a very like tongue tongue in cheek kind of um, Parisian lifestyle. But she's won a video when she's like, we take Vespers everywhere. Like, if you want to go anywhere, you go on your scooter. And she like goes to the boulangerie across the road and then hops back on and then goes 
like so back across the road this is funny i would love the vespa but i feel like i would definitely kill myself on it yeah, you, haven't, you haven't even dared to bike. No, I'm terrified of cycling in general. <laughs> Something that's motorised yeah. amongst cars. I would argue it's maybe scarier. Yeah. Because <laughs> earlier this week, Xanthi introduced me to the whole uh, Philippe system, uh, yes. which has completely revolutionised the way yeah. I think about going around Paris. It's like forest bikes, but I think yeah, they're, yeah, they're really good here. They're much mm. better than Boris bikes. I think everyone they? uses them here as well. I don't yeah. think everyone uses Boris bikes. Well, they yeah. look a bit like the Bo- Boris bikes in London look a bit like Boris. They look a bit <laughs> clumpy and uh, kind of clumsy. Mm. Whereas like Velibs have a kind of um, allure about them in Paris. They're very neutral as well. Yeah. Like yeah. there's, you, they haven't got an, a clear colour. They're just sort of mm. just there, and you just yeah. I think they're good. Some of them mm. often they just don't work. But you just have to try a few out. And actually, what's really fortunate is there are so many stops. Yeah. I would really recommend to anyone who's going to be in Paris for a year in the future, be a student and get it for £33 for Euros for the whole year. It's mm. meant I've spent so much less money on the whole. Also, not bad for tourists coming on holiday. So true. To get a, get a video, go ride along the Seine. You could go to the Bois de Boulogne and have picnics in the park. Makes it so much less mm. like tiring. So I've convinced myself. And Minnie, what's your thing of the week? <laughs> my thing of the week has to do with my favourite thing in the world, which is dogs. <laughs> it's not actually dogs because that is my thing of my life. <laughs> but it's a website and application called Dog Buddy, which I've been using because I was getting extremely homesick, but not for my home, for my dogs. Just love dogs. Dog sick. <laughs> dog sick, exactly. <laughs> um, and I needed some dogs to walk. And yeah, obviously being in a foreign country, don't, and like the only friends I have, like French or English or whatever, are obviously my age and don't own dogs. Um, so yeah, I signed up to this website. It was very easy. And now people pay me to walk their dogs, which is amazing because I would pay them. So <laughs> it's so good. I just actually got back this afternoon from walking a little dog called Ferris, who is bilingual and super cute. Bilingual, as in dog and person bilingual speak, or, or what languages does this dog speak? This dog can sit in two languages. Goodness gracious, what, yeah. how do you say sit in French then? Assis. Is that so not even reflexive? No, <laughs> just like, you just, That's oh, assis twice is like a bit long. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. It's just more like, sat. So have you got many dogs on the go, or are you just um, I've got, they, this going one's steady with Ferris? I'm going steady with Ferris, <laughs> he's a regular... Um, I've dabbled in a French bulldog, <laughs> or um, yeah, and had have had uh, various offers. I had a very cute little dachshund called Marcela. She was Spanish, and another bilingual. She dog. was super cute, but she didn't want to walk because the rain was on her tum. And I was like, you know what? That's fine. I understand. Yeah, yeah. Your tum's in the puddles. It's something you've got to live with. I get it. Mm. Yeah. That's my thing. What's your thing of the week, Dante? So my thing of the week is a French TV show series called Dix Pour Cent. Mm. Um, and it's about, and the French are raging about it. <laughs> and so I just, I was like, what are you talking about? Why has got to get in with the French rages. Yeah, exactly. Okay. I was like, why, what, what is this 10% that you're talking about? <laughs> um, and it's a TV show about agents, as in like, not secret agent, but as in, Famous person agent. <laughs> so you know how earlier you were talking about it's good to know who the divas are and all of that kind yeah. of thing? It shows them all the like... So it's kind of like a mockumentary, but also it's not a documentary. It's like a drama. Mm. But it's also funny, but it's also got real French actors come in and play themselves. Oh, wow. And they pretend that like this is their agent. 
Oh. And it's so good. It's quite good. And um, I've really, really enjoyed it. And the second series is coming out. Oh, how in can we access that? Is it on Netflix? So or? series one is on Netflix and series two is just coming out. Okay. Sadly, it's only for the francophones amongst the people listening <laughs> because they there are no English subtitles. But mm-hmm. I... I think you could live, watch it and guess what's happening. But I'm fun game. Fun game. Is it available on British Netflix though? Uh, I actually don't think it will be. Probably not. Just get yourself, pretend you're in France. Tell you yeah. your laptop to think you're in France. Mm. Yeah. But I would really recommend it. It's actually so funny and good. <laughs> um, and then I think, should we end with a question round? Uh, yes. <laughs> well, we didn't get any questions because we didn't ask. We for forgot any. to ask. So instead, we're just going to ask Stu some questions. Oh god. <laughs> and we're modelling it around Buzzfeed quizzes. <laughs> so this one is the quest, the quiz of order an ex- expensive meal, and we'll tell you the age of your soul. So let's preempt. What age do you think your soul is, Stu? Um, I think about. 30. About 30? Why would you say you're 30? Because it's not like an old soul, but it's not like... It's, it seems and things. It seems and things. I'm not particularly revolutionary uh, <laughs> in my worldview. And yeah. I think yeah, I'm, I, there, are, there are a lot of people my age who have a lot more energy than I do. There's no like youthful like idealism or revolution within, you're saying. Mm. Hmm. But still, you know, young enough to be out on the town and, you know, living your life. Dancing in your tartan trousers. Yeah. Mm. So let's begin. What would you like to drink? <laughs> would you like a cognac, a martini, champagne, ginger beer, wine, or elderberry lemonade? Wine. Wine. I think it's a bit stupid putting cognac in there because that's a digestif, that's for afterwards. <sighs> so silly. <laughs> silly. What would you like for your starter? Would you like caviar, foie gras, potato soup with fresh black truffles, <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> oysters, quail eggs, or so- salmon? Salmon? <laughs> I was about to say it in so French and then said it in... <laughs> salmon? Yeah, salmon. S- salmon tartare. Um, oysters, without a doubt. Gosh. But when, when, we go on, when we go on our road trip... We're going on a road trip. Road trip. <laughs> we're going to be having oysters. Is we're going to go somewhere you? where... We're, yeah. Sandy, do you like oysters? I really don't know because I've been <laughs> before and just did not like the texture. No, I wasn't. Or the fact that I had to throw my head back and just like... <laughs> I like the theatrical... Throw caution to the wind. I like the theatrical nature of it all. But I'm, I think that's as far as I'll go. I'll go for the aesthetic and that's it. I think I have to try it properly though because people say... Yeah, it's like, I'll give it a try. Anyway. Okay, now, what would you like for your main? Lobster, steak... How do you think we should say that? Matsutake mushroom rice. Said with conviction. Mm, Thanks. Um, duck breast. <laughs> pasta with truffles. Okay, um I've never had lobster, but I've always been intrigued by Lobster's so good. I think you sound nice, you'd love it. I like I like the um the callousness of, of go of going into a restaurant and pointing to to your live lobster in the tank <laughs> and saying that's the one I want you to kill. If you go for lobster you're sticking to the seafood theme. Yeah, so you're I'm going, guessing you're in a seafood restaurant. You're going for seafood lux. Like I'm loving oyster. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Where do you think this restaurant is? Where are we? In San San Malo. Ah, oh, San Malo. Yeah. That makes sense. Is this a meal that we're gonna have? Yeah, that's <laughs> nice. I think it is. Okay. And what would you like for dessert? Would you like a tiramisu, a brownie, a red velvet cake, pistachio mousse cake? Never heard of that, but that sounds good. Chocolate souffle or a cheese plate? I 
Mm. I'm going to be slightly controversial here and go with the cheese plate. I don't think that's controversial when you're in France. Oh, in France, yeah. I think usually like in, in Britain... If it's the, the cheese plate is often overlooked in favour of the sweeter options because yeah. that's what you think of traditionally as, with a dessert. But I, I think there's nothing quite like ending ending the meal with like with just you know with with a cheese board because mm. you have to do most of the work. Then you ah, can yeah. choose that's exactly what you want. <laughs> and um, finally, you thought it was over, but it's not. Ooh, anything else? Question mark. Wow. Would you like coffee, sorbet, fruit salad, liqueur? <laughs> A chocolate truffle, or do you just want the bill? Just the bill, please. Um, <laughs> is, the, is the answer. Well, I mean, I've never gone into a restaurant and, and had the option of having fruit salad. Yeah, also, sorbet is a post-dinner thing. What's yeah. that? meant to cleanse it's your palate. It's a palate cleanser. Mm. You're being cleansed for the next meal that you're going to have in 12 hours. Yeah, true. Um, maybe some macaroons? That's, that wasn't, that wasn't, wasn't there. <laughs> but I like people thinking. Yeah, how about the chocolate truffles? I'm guessing they're free. I'm guessing they're putting them on the table. Like when they, with the bill, they put like sweets. I mean, I don't think, I think that this isn't a pre-bill truffle. Oh, because I was thinking like, here's your truffles. You can either get the truffles or you can get the bill. Right, okay. (laughs) I don't, I never understand why people go for coffee after a meal. I like it. I think especially if it's lunchtime, definitely. Mm. If it's, yeah. In the evening, not so much, I might have a tea, but I definitely like, I feel like it's like, Dissolving some things in my stomach, making yeah. it digest a bit easier. I don't know. I agree. Okay. But what would you go for, Sue? I would go for the truffles. Mm, good choice. And so, what's the age? What age do you think you are, Ben? You rest on the basis of that. Yeah. On I've the basis of that, what do you think? I think I've gone quite middle aged with my choices. So probably, probably thirty five, forty. You couldn't be more wrong. What's the answer? You're 16. No. Really? Your soul is useful as a spring chicken. What 16-year-old goes around ordering oysters? It says, you're young at heart, always looking for the next adventure, a new experience to try. They are all new. You've never had lobster. That's true. When you're feeling spontaneous, you love to take risks. But when you're not, you like to stick to what you know, just in case. (laughs) That's the oysters. Exactly. How do you feel about that analysis, Stu? Uh, yeah, I mean, I I do take the point that I I am more willing to take risks than I thought um, with the lo- with the <laughs> lobster thing. Revelationary is that the word? <laughs> Who knows? Yes, yeah, discovered more about your character. Then with the cheese board, is that is that taking a risk or is that? Well, lots of people would see it as taking a risk because you're daring not to eat dessert. And I guess if you. There's a risk once if you have the cheese board and you're with the group of people who've not gone for the cheese board. There's a risk of food envy and you, you're left with something yeah. that's that, that. Let's be honest, you could just get from a supermarket. Whereas, <laughs> well, the, I was the, thinking people would nab your cheese. That was what I was thinking as well. With the food envy, that's the I risk. Mm, yeah, the risk you run. But good to know that you're so useful. Yeah, maybe we'll be, this is going to be a new section. I really enjoy it. I, don't know, I was going to say, have you have you taken this quiz? No, but we'll be sure to do it later. Don't think we'll we have time now, but we will. Yeah, we'll report back. <laughs> Excellent. Well, it's been a joy. Sorry about our hiatus slash hiatus. It was a joke I made before. That we, <laughs> we were going to make the most of by finding a photo of us with a pie, but we never did. Um, but imagine that happens. Yeah, imagine and. Um, well, it's been a pleasure to have yeah. Stu. It has. Stu Bates. Our first and um, first guest. Yeah. First and, and, <laughs> and final. Final. And final. No, final. thank you. Uh, thank you for having me. It's been a delight, and sorry that this has been longer for the classic. 
think, lady listener, if you were hoping to listen to this on your commute, <laughs> sorry, it's so long. Bonus. Bonus. You get to listen to it on the commute back as well. We just are bookending your day. <laughs> Anyhow, thank you so much for listening. Yeah, and be sure to tune in next time, when which will hopefully not be in a month's time. Fingers crossed. Bye. Goodbye. Goodbye. Nothing, lady.